This is Authentically Erica with Erica Thomas, and we are living from the inside out, partnering with God to live authentically in all of who he created us to be. Hey, everybody. So we are back yet again with another episode of Authentically Erica, and I have my very special guest, Shandria Shante. Shandria Shante was a a very humongous part of my testimony and me coming out of the shadows and coming into being authentically all who God created me to be. This, let me tell you, this lady done fasted with me. She prayed with me. I don't want to get emotional early in the interview. So I'm going to let her introduce herself a little bit more for everybody to meet. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Erica. So, hello, everybody. My name is Chandra Shante. I am an image consultant, wardrobe stylist, fashion stylist, all of the above. And I just have a passion and a calling on my life to help women transform into who God has called them to be. I believe that we all have a special calling on our lives. And sometimes it can be hidden you know, to us because of some of the things that we go through. So God has given me the purpose of bringing those that are hidden or in the background because that's who I was and help them and give them the tools to support them and to reflect in their image who they are from within. I'm not a regular image consultant, so I just make sure that I walk women from A to Z through that transformation process and make sure, like the Lord says, that a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. So I make sure that women are not hidden and that that purpose that God has placed on the inside of them, that they truly respect that in their image. Listen, that's a whole word, whole situation. Yes. And I've shared a little bit of my testimony before of how the Lord told me he wanted to transform me from the inside out. And one of the first people he highlighted to me was you. And it was kind of like my first time seeing you and a little bit of what you did. And I remember you released an ebook that I read. It was about the clone. Yes. And I was like, huh, like, hmm, let me check this out. But listen, when I read that, I could identify. And I just wanted to give you some time to kind of explain where you were and then how you got to this place and that whole clone concept. Yeah, so the book was called Kill the Clone, Transform Your Image. And it's so funny how that idea just dropped in my spirit. It was God. I had never heard about no kill the car or nothing like that. And it came from my story because I had always been so shy, so reserved just growing up. And I had so many insecurities just about my image and about me speaking, but I always knew that there was something more. Every time I would try to pursue or do things that I wanted to do, I always came up to this resistance and I never could get past it. And I went through so much depression, so many issues, and I never could go past a certain point. And let me tell you, I went through this whole experience of once I graduated out of college, I, I knew that I wanted to help women transform 
And I knew that I liked fashion, but I didn't know exactly what my purpose was. I knew this thing was stirring up in me like my whole life, but I was so frustrated because I just didn't know what it was. But I knew I was destined for greatness. And once I finished college, I was like, you know what, God, I'm tired of seeing everybody else, you know, live their life and live the dreams that they want to live. Why can't I? Why don't I have a talent? Why don't I have? And so I was like, you know what? I am going to search for my purpose. And I did. And I literally packed up my stuff, gave all my stuff away, left my apartment. I moved in with my mom for a little while. And I was like, when the Lord tell me to move, I'm going to move. And I did. And I literally did not move across the street or across town. I packed up my stuff and I was like, okay, I knew somebody stayed in London. So I got to move to London. Just like, I was so insane. Like, I was like, I'm not coming back home until you tell me until I find this purpose. And I did. And I went to London first and it was so hard for me to get jobs. I had closed doors. I was going to model agencies. And all of this stuff, but it was closed door after closed door. And so I was like, okay, I'm still not going home. I still don't know it. And then my plan B was New York. And let me tell you, (laughs) this journey was a three and a half year journey that I had to write another book to really talk about that whole process. I went from hotel to hotel in New York, trying to figure it out, moving from New York City to upstate New York. I was homeless. My family still don't know to this day, but in this time, in this three year, three and a half year time, like I saw God like never before. I was homeless, but I was never without shelter. I was hungry, but I never starved. Like God really came through and I knew. And to this day, nobody can tell me anything about God because I saw it for myself. So in the three and a half year time, I kind of was going on the same cycle that I was in Atlanta, like going from job to job. But the depression was getting so heavy every time I would go get a job and I just wasn't happy. So I was like, you know what? I'm just fit to shut down. I'm going to get in this room and I'm going to ask God, why am I in New York? Because I believe that God led me out for me to really take that time and search for my purpose. And I got in my little small New York apartment and I started designing. Just it just started coming to me. I started setting clothes out of my apartment. I started doing things that I really like to do. And God gave me the vision that I always had. So it came back to like image consulting and helping women. And he just revealed the vision to me in that it was like a six month window. And when he showed me that, I was like, oh my God. And then immediately he was like, it's time to go back home. When the vision presented itself, I was just like, okay, God, what do I do now? And it was just time to go back home. God had revealed everything to me, right? And I knew it was time for me to build this business. And I always wanted to be a businesswoman, but I came up to some resistance. Like, I just was like, I don't know if I could do it. You know, what if I fail? Like at that time, I think I was um, 33 or something like that. I'm like, I had to move back home. I moved in with my uncle. Yeah, I had just left a real relationship. It was a great relationship. I just left it because I believe God was telling me to come back home. And it was like all of these thoughts, it was just racing. And I was in my room, like in dark. And I just was like, it was nothing stopping me, but me, literally. And I started fasting and praying just one day. 
I was fasting and praying. I was crying out to God. I was like, God, I don't understand. I know my purpose now. Why can't I pursue it? And God dropped it like, you have to kill the clone. You have to kill the clone. I'm like, what is, what, what, what do you mean? What is the clone? We have been conditioned and molded into an image that's not even you. You're living a life that's not even you. It shows up as you. It looks like you, walks like you, talk like you, but it's not you. That voice that tells you, you can't do that. When you want to speak up in meetings and you just like, oh, no, I shouldn't say that. I can't do that. That's not you. <laughs> the part of you that says, no, I, I know that I can do it. I'm supposed to be this businesswoman that's making this amount of money, that's doing this, that's helping people, that's saving lives. That's you. <laughs> that is you. But how do I kill this depression and these racing thoughts? You know, so God gave me that kill the clone. It was like, it literally was like, oh my God. Like, God, what is this? But it was the blueprint to my freedom and it was the blueprint to my liberation. Man, Lord have mercy. Like I've heard part of your story and I've heard the part about when you moved to London, but hearing it now on this side versus where I was initially, it's like, this is so true. Especially when you're talking about who is this person that is fearful and all of these different things that God did not design me to be. But we are so conditioned, like you said, to think like as soon as somebody told me, oh, you shy. I was like, I'm shy. Or you're an introvert. Oh, I'm an introvert. Oh, you're this and you're that. And it's like, I'm putting it on like, oh, you're a tomboy. Oh, I must be a tomboy. You know, I must be this. I must be that. And it's yes. like all of these different things because I didn't know. I didn't know who I was. Yes, man. And that's what it is. It's like, because the voices that we hear, we think they're ours. And we've been conditioned to this certain type of way because of what happened to us. Because of childhood trauma. And it's, it's so deep because it's like we all struggle with things because some of the things we never experienced. So if you never experienced like love, that even shapes you into not even searching for it or not even knowing how to accept it. So a lot of things, it creates an image for us and it just becomes a part of who we are. And with Kill the Crow, like the first thing that God was telling me, like, you have to be able to identify the voices. You know, you got to be able to identify and be able to decipher what is you and what is not you. That's literally the first step. So I started listening when I got into moments where I wanted to pursue something and like just that cycle, I started listening to my thoughts and I started recognizing, okay, no, that ain't me. I'm not even going to accept this thought. Like, no, I'm no, I don't, I don't accept it. I stopped letting the thoughts determine who I was and I started generating my own thoughts. I picked up a momentum and I started moving. Whatever I wanted to do, I didn't care what it looked like, felt like, smelled like, tasted like, or what nobody else thought. I just started doing it. Okay, I'm going to be a business owner. Okay. So this is what I always wanted to do. I don't care what resistance I come up against. I don't care what it say. I'm just going to do it against all odds. I know now that you have a natural born hater inside of you. Like, that's the clone. It's a natural born hater. 
and you have to literally fight your way out of this thing. Like, no, that's not me. And so a lot of people think what I do is so pretty and so glamorous. No, I can recognize and see greatness on people. So when you came to me, I automatically knew because God had took me through my deliverance. I can hear it in consultations just by some of the things you might say. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. We need to do X, Y, and Z. We need to go on a fast together. Because once you deny your flesh, which has been in control all of your life, it's like when you deny your flesh and let your spirit speak, your spirit going to start leading your body. You know, you have to make kind of like that transition and put your body under subjection and tell your body like, no, I'm running this show now. And you're able, when you start fasting, when you really fast, you're able to hear a voice, like you're able to decipher like, okay, I normally eat when I am sad. So let, and that was one of the things that you and I did together. Okay, well, if I normally eat when I'm sad, let me reroute this. Let me not eat when I'm sad, but let me find something else to do in place of that. So it's kind of like you're rerouting your whole way of thinking and your whole image. And like, it just literally led me to a blueprint of how to help people. So it's kind of like how Harriet Tubman did. When she got free, she came back and was showing people like, this is how you get free. And so when people come to me, they think they're coming to me because they want to look a certain type of way. But no, God literally has a purpose and a plan for you. When you stand in front of people there, you are ministering to them in every way possible. How you look ministers to somebody. And in order for you to look a certain type of way, you got to know who you are to be able to truly reflect that in how you look And God. God is serious about how you look. And we think that it's vain, but it's not. It is not. Because that's the first interaction that somebody who doesn't know you have with you. Before you can say a word, it's your presence. It's how you right. show up. Yes. And I just remember when the Lord first told me about that, that he wanted to work on my appearance. And I'm like, what you what you mean? You know, you want me to change the color of my hair? Like, what, what is you talking about? Why do you care yes. about that? Like I had I was halfway, you know, offended. But it's like when we connected and you started talking to me about this clone. And I remember when you talked about and we're going to fast and we're going to pray and stuff like that. And I'm like, what that got to do with what I'm going to put on? But when I was journaling through that time, that's when the Lord started speaking to me. And he said, the deliverance that he was walking me through, I would be able to walk others through. I was watching Harriet, the movie Harriet one day. And he said, that's you. That's what you're going to you. do. That's what you're mm -hmm. going to do. And I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, not me, you know? Right. But, but like you said, just getting to that place where you can deny the voices. You can tell the voices like, no, because if God is saying that this is who I am, and you know what I had to do too? I had to go back to when I was a child. Cause like you said, you experience things when you're a child mm -hmm. and there are things and ways that I was. And I remember, mm -hmm. I don't know if I said this before, but I know I kind of told you like being eight years old, like prior to being eight yes. years old, and I loved to dance. And I was just always dancing. Everybody came into town. They were like, where that girl that talks so much? Where's that girl that dance? And when they came back 
after this period of time in my life when I was no longer that way, when I was shy and quiet mm-hmm. and always conscious of what people were thinking or felt like I felt like they were thinking, they were like, what happened? Right. What happened? That's when the clone <laughs> took over. Yep, because it's something that happens to you. You process it some type of way when we're young. We process certain things and it creates this this image for us and then you're like no and you're doing it out of defense or to protect yourself you know you're not knowing that you're doing it but we keep that image until adulthood until we don't even know how to go through that glass ceiling and God has to give us a different perspective and God has to show us our true selves by us searching and this what like a lot of your listeners if you have that feeling that there is something more if you have that feeling that, man, God just didn't put me here to just live and pay bills, work and pay bills. Not that everybody's supposed to be an entrepreneur, not none of that. But if you know that there, there is something more or I can do more, I can be more, or I want to conquer this thing, like search for it, ask for help. And that's what I like with you. I was like, some things you need help for. Some things you can't walk through alone, you know, and that's why God gave me this purpose. And that's why God is giving you a purpose, because some people need support through certain things. And for somebody to say, "Okay, this has come up. So what how does that make you feel? And even with our process, with us fasting and praying, a lot of people, you have to be patient with yourself and know that, okay, you're not going to be at this expected end at the end of a three week fast. But this is the beginning. This is the catalyst. God is faithful to your deliverance. God is faithful to what you believe on the inside of you. And he's leading you. So you just have to be patient with yourself to follow the leading. And know that when you look up one day, you're going to be leading the Authentically Erica podcast. It was that seed a year ago. It was that seed. And we said, okay. It literally took a year. So we started out with a three-week fast and was like, okay. And by the end of the year, we're going to do a photo shoot. And it just, God, it's just so faithful. And I love this process of helping people and walking them through that transformation because it's so, it's so amazing to see yourself on the other side. Yeah, it's a whole big deal. Now, I want to know, because you have had the opportunity to help so many women Yes. Um, transform. I've seen some of the pictures on social media and I'm like, good God almighty. <laughs> like, it's just been amazing. Do you have any stories of any of those experiences with the other ladies and their transformation process? Yes. And let me tell you, so I started in 2019 and from my whole killer clone experience, from that day to this one, I have almost transformed 65 to 70 women. Googly wiggly. <laughs> I can't even believe it. And every time I do it, it's so emotional. Well, one of the ladies that I just went to Miami with, she was telling me, she said, Shandria, before, before you put me in that little outfit, she said, I did not know I could look like that. She said, I, I never knew I could look like that. And she said, and when I put my pictures out there and what people are saying and, you know, the reactions that I get, I didn't see myself that way. 
So I don't go into it like I'm styling or fashion styling somebody. I'm really looking at it like God is really going to just take you, show you yourself. I've done so many, but one that stands out is one lady and she had deep, deep childhood trauma. But this transformation, like a lot of people, I, I, I'm led by my spirit. Some of them I don't even charge. I know that it's a seed, you know, and I do like many makeovers for people that can't afford a big photo shoot because I want them to see that it's not about the big photo shoot, but it's really showing you that you have this inside of you and it don't take a lot to be beautiful. It, it doesn't at all. So I'll go and I'll buy the clothes and I'll get their makeup done and I'll just create this whole day for them. And I did this for this woman and you know, invited her to my home. I created a real intimate setting and I took the pictures with my phone and we did a real photo shoot and I curled her hair, you know, because a lot of people have experienced that. And when I did that, like she was in tears. She was just like, I've never felt this beautiful before. Nobody has ever really rolled out the red carpet for me. I knew it deep down, but I never experienced it. For me to see it, you know, wow, God, like for me to be used as a vessel to just show people love, I just feel like it's an awesome, it's an awesome calling to have. And a lot of those stories, I remember even another young lady, she was like, I partnered with somebody else to give her this photo shoot. And we did it the same way. We both went in on the makeover. We both paid for the makeup and everything. We gave her a makeover just because she... Um, served everybody else, you know, and it was her time to be served. And she was like, I feel like a princess. I've never felt this way before. That's just huge because it's like, even when you're describing the experience, I just see the Lord saying to these women, like, I want you to be able to look in the mirror and see what I see. And you are literally a vessel of just expressing the love of God onto these ladies. I, I had no clue what makeup and putting on some clothes and all of that, how that could make me feel. And it wasn't like from a place of like arrogance. It was just a place of permission. It was That's right. permission for me to be all of who God says that I am and to be able to see myself like that. And I remember being at the photo shoot and before I got there, I was just a praying. I was praying like, Lord, I don't know what my hair going to look like. I don't know what this is. I don't know what that. I'm like, you're going to have to do this. Like I hadn't even tried on the clothes, you know, or seen. That's right. I just, it was like sight unseen, just like show, I showed up. But I remember there was one point in the photo shoot where Tiffany was my, my confidence coach. So mm -hmm. Tiffany had the photographer turn his camera around so I could see a preview of a photo that was taken because I was feeling awkward and she could see it. She could see that I was feeling awkward. And when I looked at the photo, I was like, who is that? Right. <laughs> who, who is that? You know, and I was like, oh. God, that's beautiful. Like I could say that about what I was seeing and that, and what I was seeing was me. And it was like, and it's okay. It's okay. You have permission. Yes. And, and you know what? Your photo shoot indeed it for me. And I was trying to tell my team, like you guys about understand that 
we have been working together for a year. And to actually see you, I was so speechless because I knew the work that had been put in. And I knew your God even revealed to you your purpose and what you would be doing in the capacity that you would be doing. So it was like, wow. Even with the simple thing is we switch colors. We start wearing dark colors to bright colors and you're using colors everywhere. And that was one of the things, that was the first thing I remember you saying, like God is telling me bright colors. And to see just you implementing those things and even with your latest image transformation that you went on, it's just, I'm just blown away every time. Yeah. He said that my personality was vibrant, but I wasn't showing that on the outside. When I would show up, I literally wanted to blend in. And he said right. he didn't design me for that. I wasn't designed to blend in. I was designed to stand out. I was designed to shine. And I was like, okay, oh no, that that can't be me. That's not who I am, but but it really is who I am because that's who he said I am. Right. And we're not designed to be hidden, especially when God has pruned you. And that's what a lot of people go through when they when God purposely hides you and is getting you ready to step on stage and getting you ready for his purpose and you're doing a lot of studying, that's when God purposely hides you. But a lot of times we hide ourselves because of our insecurities. And God is like, no, I have this purpose in you for the world to see because when you do what you do, God is glorified. And that's why God want to make sure that you get the proper care and nurturing that you deserve because that's how you're able to serve other people and able to see other people. So it's like, okay, we have to make sure that we get you to the place that you need to be. A lot of people think it's vain, but it's not. Man, that is so awesome. Chandria, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I mean, I know this has just blessed me just sitting here listening and absorbing. And I know those who will listen in the future will be blessed by this. I want to give you the opportunity to share on what it is that you are doing and how people can get in contact with you. Yes. So again, thank you so much, Erica, for the opportunity. It has even light another fire on the inside of me just to be able to share and connect with your audience. And if anybody wants to follow me, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I am Chandria.Chante on Instagram. That's S-H-O-N-D-R-I-A, Chante. And it's straight Chandra Chante on Facebook and on LinkedIn as well. So you can follow me. And my business name is called The Fierce Mode Image Consulting Firm. And I am at The Fierce Mode on Instagram. So you can see some of my clients. And I put my image transformations on my personal page as well. So feel free to follow me. Uh, reach out, ask questions, DM me. I will be happy to assist you in your transformations if you're thinking about it. And I just want to let you know that God has something special on the inside of each of you. And if you feel that there is more, then there is more. Yes. Well, thank you once again. And I appreciate you so much. I'm looking forward to all the additional transformations that God is going to do through you. But ultimately, the bigger platform that he has for you and the stages that he wants you to stand on, to impart, to be able to transform just from what you're saying 
the programs that he is birthing through you, the buildings that he is securing on your behalf, I am grateful to be a witness. Thank you. All right, that's it, everybody. And we will see you next time on Authentically Erica, Living from the Inside Out. This has been another episode of Authentically Erica with Erica Thomas. Join us next time as we continue on this journey of discovery, living from the inside out, authentically. Authentically.